podcast from the Black Lagoon. Dun, 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 dun. Hi, this is Brandon, and joining me is my good friend, half fish, half gill, half man, Zach Moore. You use a gunga? <laughs> Weasa no like the Nabu. <laughs> use a gunga. Uh, like, oh man, this just whole that just whole new continuity doors have just opened up for me with uh, creature from the Jar Jar Lagoon. There's always a bigger fish, think? Brandon. So there's always a bigger fish. Excellent, right on. Well, we're not going to go too in depth into what we started the last episode. Again, this is this is going to start for patrons exclusively for the Talk Film Society. Uh, we created this episode as a very Large thank you to our good friend Marcelo J. Pico and allowing us a avenue to explore our, our franchise love of Halloween movies last fall in uh, fall of 2018 leading up to the new Halloween film. Zach and I did a podcast called Halloween H4O. And as a thank you, we've got this for you wonderful supporters of Talk Film Society in the patrons feed and it will eventually be available for everybody in the general master feed for the Talk Film Society. Um, podcast of the Black Lagoon. Zach and I do what we did with Halloween, except we do it with the Creature from the Black Lagoon movies. We look at all three of them, we talk a little trivia, we talk a little fun, and we reminisce about the films that we watched, and talk about them for you, the loyal listener. But before we talk about the film, my good fish has got some trivia for you. I do indeed, Brendan. Uh, this film is the first sequel to a 3D film to also be shot in 3D. So I thought it was an interesting point of trivia. Like Usually if a film comes out in 3D, and there's a sequel... And maybe or maybe not, it's in 3D, but this one, first one came out with a sequel, and they were both in 3D. Uh, this is not continuing for the third one, but we'll talk about that one uh, next <laughs> time. So, uh, you know, we mentioned this when we were talking about the first film. Uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon suit, right? It was about to hold air, so there was no bubbles when the creature was swimming around in the first film. Uh, but in order to save money and to provide air for the stuntman in the suit, uh, it was des- the design was changed a little bit to allow a hose to pump air to the actor. So as a result, you see bubbles coming out from different parts of the suit throughout uh, the film. Uh, so you know, mainly the top of his head. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, those are his gills, man. I, I don't know. So. Uh, <laughs> Revenge of the Creature, right? Much like Return of the Jedi and Revenge of the Jedi, there was a back and forth on whether to call this Revenge of the Creature or Return of the Creature. Um, You're kidding me. Of the two, you know, I think Return of the Creature would be more appropriate. I don't know what he's revenge he's taking out on. uh, Because, you know, (laughs) there are none of the original cast except for uh, Lucas, played by Nestor Pavia, uh, who was the captain of the Rita. He's the only returning cast member. Uh, from the first film to have his face shown on camera. I should say the human cast member uh, because Rico Browning does reprise his role as the creature from the Black Lagoon to take out uh, his revenge. Now, uh, he was the only person who played the creature. Uh, Actor uh, Tom Hennessy, who was a stuntman, uh, in a scene where he grabs Helen on the pier and jumps into the water, uh, the scene was shot at night. And then when they hit the water, uh, they discovered that it was the water was full of jellyfish that night. And uh, then there was a, cre- a freak current that pulled them down. Uh, so the actress who played uh, Helen uh, swam to the surface, but uh, the, the Gilman costume was pretty inflexible and uh, it became waterlogged and too, uh, <laughs> and, and too heavy to fight the current. So two local boys who saw what was going on dived in uh, because they were watching uh, the filming of the movie. They dived in and saved him and pulled him out. Oof. So again... 
It is not safe to play the creature from the Black Lagoon. You might die. They say they came so close in two movies in a row now to having one of these guys die. So, oh my goodness, that is crazy. You ever, have you ever been stung by a jellyfish, Brandon? No, but I heard it's not fun. Yeah, but apparently if you, do, you can pee on, pee on you yourself. Pee on yes, <laughs> I, so I, I'm always going to keep that in mind. Um, now uh, they make a special credit to this place in the opening credits, but Marine Land of Florida. Uh, that 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 is where much of this uh, of this movie was filmed. It's kind of like you know this the Sea World uh, of its time, and uh, the the actors who filmed in the tanks were required to swim with the real life. You know, fishes like sharks and eels and and barracudas. Um, but the despite them being you know around all these wild fish, I would say animals, but I guess fish are animals, yeah. These wild animals of the ocean. Um, the only incident that happened fish was are animals, fish yes. are animals, right? <laughs> fish are people too. Uh, a sea turtle bit off some of the creature's uh, foot in a costume. That's all. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing that happened. There's some sharks and all kinds of stuff. Uh, that was the only incident that uh, that occurred. So I think uh, other than other than one of the the actors playing the creature almost drowning, uh, that that was the most excitement uh, behind the scenes there. Now, well, uh, I have something to add to that. Go ahead. Everyone loves Marine Land. Okay, good to know. Uh, <laughs> thank you for Is that. that. The song. I don't know. It was it was it was very appropriate and cheesy for the time, right? Um, Karaoke from yeah. the Black Lagoon. Uh, so so this is interesting. Now, uh, like I said, Rico Browning did return to play the creature in all three movies, uh, but the head that he wore in this film it's a little different. Uh, they opened the eyes some uh, so the actor could see better because in the first film he really couldn't see at all, uh, which makes it look kind of cheesier, like the kind of bug-eyed monster effect as is, is, yeah. is it play in this film. It, was, it looks more effective in the first one. Um, but originally John Lamb was supposed to play the creature, uh, but he was dismissed, fired, not really sure the details there, uh, after filming began, uh, and Rico Browning was brought back in uh, to replace him, uh, and, and they had to kind of alter the suit a little bit to, to refit him. So I thought that was interesting. I don't know what the full story is there, but uh, there you go. Um, now, uh, he re- requested credit for playing uh, the creature, or Rico Browning did, but he was denied by the studio executives. Uh, but he did appear as one of the lab techs in the background of uh, you know one of these science scenes. Uh, you know who also appeared as a lab tech in one of these science scenes is the great sure do. Clint Eastwood. This is his big screen debut. And everybody talks about this. Oh, yeah, Revenge of the Creature. Clint Eastwood is in this movie for about 30 seconds, isn't he, Brandon? <laughs> yes, he is. I, I think it's really weird because you could tell it's him. He's just He looks so young yeah. that it's like... If you're watching for him, you know it's him. But if you didn't know it was him, I think you would probably just go right past him and not even realize. It's crazy. He has a son, Scott Eastwood, who looks just like him at that age, and, uh, okay. and so it's so like that's that's how I know what a young Clint Eastwood looks like because his son looks so much like him. Uh, if they ever make seriously, they never make a they need to make a biopic about Clint Eastwood now, <laughs> starring his son Scott Eastwood because he looks like him. But yeah, uh, this this is part of like actually like the Clint Eastwood classics collection of like your home video. This is in there. I'm like, are you serious? Like it's such a bait. <laughs> switch no fish uh pun intended there but uh it, it is cool to see him for 30 seconds but people make such a big deal out of it it's blinking and miss it it's a point it's a pointless scene too like he like forgets he forgets where like one of the where one of these rats are in their cages and he pulls it out of his pocket and it's just like okay clean he's got nothing to do with the plot yeah it's nothing you can cut that out and it would not even matter um but for all you aspiring actors out there 
Never turn down a role because you never know where it'll lead you. That's very true. That's very true. Now, uh, this is the only Creatures from the Black Lagoon movie to be featured on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Revenge of the Creature was uh, the eighth season premiere, I believe, of MST3K. Now, I love Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, now, this is when Mike Nelson was the host. He was the second host of the show, and he's my favorite host. And uh, and th- so, so I've seen – I've probably seen this one uh, – well, I've seen the first Creature from the Black Lagoon quite a bit. Uh, I've seen this one quite a bit as well, but in the MST3K version, this and watching it for this conversation here, this podcast is the only the second time I've seen the the film properly, you know, outside of uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. And um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna confess something here. I've never watched an episode of Mystery Science Theater three thousand. So tell me what it is and what they do. So th- the basic plot is, and it's just it's just an excuse to put a guy in this situation, right? Uh, there's a guy that works for a company, uh, kind of works in space and his boss doesn't like him. So he shoots him into space and he doesn't like him so much. He wants to subject him to mind experiments. So he shows him terrible movies. He subjects himself to, or he, he subjects the, the, the host to, and, and to, to, to not go insane. He builds some robot friends to watch the movies with. And so when, when so there's these little skits in between, right? It, they aired on uh, Comedy Central on the Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, they're back on Netflix, by the way, in like these two-hour blocks, and they cut mm-hmm. these like 90-minute movies down into fit these blocks. So they cut out scenes and stuff, which is perfect for this movie, right? Because there's so many yeah. scenes that are pointless. So I can totally see how this fit perfectly to MST3K. So they go into like the theater, and you see the silhouette of the guy, and then his two robot friends, and they just make fun of it the whole time. And this is something I do with my friends when I watch movies. Period. Uh, so I mean, it's it's a great and it's it's it's, a, it's all a good fun. You know, it's usually these cheesy old movies. A lot of a lot of uh, you know um, ones that are in the public domain as well because those are cheaper for them yep. to get. Uh, and so yeah, they they're on their I believe they're on their twelfth season now because they just came back a couple years ago on Netflix in season eleven. I actually contributed to their Kickstarter because I'm a huge fan. Got my name in the credits. So what up? But uh, I love MST through K. If you have Netflix, I don't know how it works in Canada. They're on Canadian Netflix there for you, Brandon. But uh. <laughs> uh, probably not. They they don't like Canada, Canadians to have things. But uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a great show. If you enjoy having fun watching old movies, uh, making fun of them, then that's the show for you. So I, I, I check it out. Who makes fun of old movies? I don't like this show. <laughs> Speaking of making fun of old movies, Brandon, what did you think of Revenge of the Creature? Um, it was not as good as the last one, uh, by quite a bit, but it was, it was okay. I mean, so what I liked about this one here is it kind of got to the meat of the plot pretty quickly. You know, like there, there wasn't a big build up, and this is kind of what happens in horror sequels is that, you know, the first one is like this building up of the universe and, and explaining everything. And then it seems like in the second movie, they just cut to the chase really quickly. The deaths start happening right away. The attacks start happening right away. The da 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 starts happening right away. You know, like he killed, when he kills that mean. stork, that was like pretty, that was pretty good, I think, when he jumps out. Oh, that poor bird. Like they pulled that thing underwater. You know, I rewound that. I'm like, was that thing like tied to the log or something like that? And no. It wasn't. You know, this is bef- this is like pre. You know, no animals f- were harmed in the making of this film. So I, I do question. Only a lot of one the- Stark was Stark <laughs> yeah. was harmed in the making. Yeah. Of this film. I do, I do question someone. You see, like animals in these films, like, oh, what was really going on there? But anyway, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it starts off and it's very similar to the first one. You got the creature yeah, you chasing have- after. <laughs> you say similar. Uh, we talked about this on Twitter a little back and forth before we recorded. Yeah, but, we like, did. Yes, stock footage galore. Right. Not only like I, and that's, you know, to use stock footage of the Amazon, that's fine because it's all stock footage anyway. 
But like, they use the same stock footage. <laughs> the, the, the alligator and all that stuff. But yeah, hey. and like, what do you say his name was? Lucas pulling the thing <laughs> to scare the alligator. Like, that is from the first movie. Like, that's, you, know, you know what's that's funny why, is... That's why they brought the actor back, just so they could use stock footage. Yeah, pretty much. Like, how can we save five minutes? We'll hire this guy again, and that saves us five minutes of filming. Um, but, you know, there's the third Mummy movie, which is, like, The Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, right is an hour long like it's 61 <laughs> minutes long okay so like the, the and that's the, i believe the the second third fourth and fifth mommy movies are all an hour long those but are the, the ones with Lon Mongo- Chaney Jr uh that are completely disconnected from the original starring Carlos Koloff correct yeah i think yeah. pretty much yeah it's been a while since i've seen them however <laughs> what's fascinating about the third one is the first 20 minutes of this 60 minute movie is recapping the previous two films like with stock with like, footage, yeah, with footage from the previous two films, and it, it so literally there's 40 minutes of new story in this film. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's for our our toilet paper podcast on the morning, <laughs> but uh, we have to do it now. <laughs> we have to do it now. Oh man, yeah. But, well, um, well, see. Okay, so so here's okay. You mentioned King Kong in the last discussion we had, and this is like yep. this is like the second half of that. It's like let's yeah, take the is. monster and bring it back to civilization. And so, like, what I was yep. thinking about, like. You know, the first movie was pretty short. Like, if they if they were going to remake The Creature from the Black Lagoon, I'd say, not to get ahead of ourselves, right? But I'd say you take all three of these movies, and then you mix them all together, and you combine them. And then, first of all, that's like an actual proper length of a film when you add all these together, and you cut all the extraneous stuff, and then you kind of have the whole story. Now, it is more, it would be more of a... Uh, a ripoff of King Kong at that point, I guess. But then you keep the same characters because, like, you have the same kind of characters, but like, like, but like, they're different actors. They're, 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 no, they're different actors. They have different motivations. They have different relationships. Yeah. Like, these are like the 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 Walmart brand brand X versions of the characters in the first film. Um, I you know I would have liked to see those characters back. You know, th- these movies, by the way, they were made one year apart. So like 1954, yeah. 1955, 1956, they were cranking these out, but that's how they did it back then, right? I think what they should yeah. have done was like, okay, hey, we're back. We're going to go capture the creature now. We think we might have killed him. We don't know what we're going to find out. And then use those same characters because these characters are just awful. I don't like any of these characters in this movie, Brandon. Yeah. But I, I, I like what you're saying there of how they would remake it. I almost think, though, that they should just take the first two of these and remake it into one movie. Well, you know, I, I think there's some interesting things in the third one. We'll talk about it. Yeah, Next there time. is. Yeah, and we'll get to that. But uh, um, but but still, but you think about think about the story wise, right? It's like you, you're right. The very like the first I don't know twenty minutes of this movie is kind of like a mini version of the of the first movie. Got to like get back up to yes. speed. Every one of these movies, right? It's like we got to go down the river and find the Gilliman, right? It's like every time, uh, and then yeah. nothing happens. Until for like until like the fifty minute mark, like I have it in my notes here. Until when he finally like they bring him to captivity, he breaks his chain, right? And then finally yeah. something happens. It's like thank mm-hmm. God because like the, the 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 B plot with like the 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 main woman Helen and then like the the two guys like like they kind of like her, but then they're kind of like you know the, the older guy dates her first, and then the the younger guy gets killed. You're like oh that was a love triangle that went nowhere, you know? And like I just I just don't we, we see dates they go on like I don't care. Like, I just don't care. Yes. Let's get to the creature. And 
And and so and and having it be different characters kind of trivializes the creature like liking women and stuff, right? And make, you know, because like yeah. King Kong, it's like oh he liked Anne, right? The, and they had a, like a he had a connection to her, right? Infatuation, whatever you want to call it. And that's why he's looking for her and all this stuff. And I buy that, right? Um, but then like in this one, he's like oh look another woman, like he's just a complete you know another like blonde, like, yeah. <laughs> so it, any woman will do for the creature in the Black Lagoon, and that kind of trivializes the character because before, right? They were. In his habitat, invading his space, like I'm kind of like on his side, you know. Um, but even in this one, you know, he's uh, he gets taken out of his element. He gets put in a tank. It is kind of sad to see him with like a chain on his leg, and uh, you know, the, he, he tries to swim around, but he can't anymore. So, so I mean, that's like that's an interesting place to take things. But I don't know. The, it, the execution is just so poor. I, I really liked the plot of them having him caught in this. Um, in this uh, marine park, mm-hmm. you know, being chained up. I liked seeing that. And it's like you're kind of almost on his side and you're like, you want him to get out. I don't know, maybe I'm a bad person, but it's like <laughs> I want him to get out and get back to the ocean, right, where he belongs. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's, you got all these people, like, going and looking at the creature and, and they're not maybe treating it the best. And, you know, they're zapping it with a cattle prod. And it's like, I understand what they're doing. They're they're trying to teach it. But it's like, this is this is a prehistoric being that doesn't that's not meant to be captured and not meant to be in containment and and so he's gonna get upset and he's gonna escape and then he's gonna run around and you know i'm so glad he didn't kill that little girl and you know when the mom protected her and yeah and whatnot but uh yeah i don't know like i i kind of like the plot and i liked the take of the sequel in this one here i thought it was really interesting and it's it just, worked for me it's just the execution that's so bad you know i mean we needed more interesting characters like like the first and the third movie have better characters than this movie does. And you're right, you you do, it is like the classic, I mean, this is exactly what people would do if they found a creature from the Black Lagoon. We'd we'd put him in an aquarium and people would come and look at him and be this curiosity and he'd just like live this terrible life because he was fine over there in the Amazon. Just let him be. You know that's 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 that, like you know, that's that's like the the lesson a lot of these horror movies when like you're the monster movies like you just let this stuff be itself out there um, and don't bring it back and put it in chains and stuff. Now, but but then like you know he gets out and it's like okay he's gonna flip over some cars that was cool. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's so he's that strong that he could just flip over a car, mm-hmm. right? But uh, I don't know like so there's there's a little bit of continuity questions there in his strength, but I'll, I'm willing to forgive it you know because mm-hmm. it's the 50s. Uh, I I just got to say though like. I didn't like how they treated him when he went to the dance because he just wanted to dance with them, right? He just comes <laughs> into the dance and all of a sudden they start freaking out and so he just grabs the woman and runs because well, right? he just wants to dance. <laughs> I can only assume, I don't know if he has a nose or how that works underwater, but like he, I, I assume that like he had a, he got a scent of, of uh, Helen. Uh, scent was, of a woman. Scent of a woman, there it is, uh, and was following her around. It is, see, this movie kills so much time because like we're going to get on this yacht and go down the coast. And then he like follows the boat, <laughs> you know. It's just, it's just so, it's just, it's, it's just like you could have done so many more interesting things. And I, the concept is, is is sound. Again, I go, I yeah. agree with you. But the execution is just so bad. And then also, then they mm. kill a dog in this movie. That's unacceptable to me because I love dogs. Uh, and Chris, yes. the dog, come on. And she never finds out what happens to him. You know, because you like the oh. dog Chris. <laughs> it's such a weird human name, right? For this dog, <laughs> this is Chris, my dog. But yeah, she's like, "Oh, where's Chris?" And like, "Oh, he probably ran off." And she's like, "Oh, okay, that's not like him, but whatever." And you never, she never finds out that the creature killed her dog. So I mean, that's sad. Um, you think he ate him too? No, you just—I don't think he did. You just see the dead body of the dog. 
uh, out in the out in the weeds there. But uh, that was that was sad. And then and then you know uh, <laughs> also we were talking about stock footage. This movie not only doesn't end in the exact same way as the first film, oh, dear Lord. it's the exact same shot the movie ends on because the yes, creature's just is. floating down because he's been shot up and stuff. And uh, oh man, this this was not a good movie. Like like because I, I really do enjoy the first one, and like this is very disappointing. And I know it's hard to make horror sequels. We've talked about it before, but I mean I don't know. I I, I this was a quickie cash in because the first one was popular, and they yes. kind of half assed it. <laughs> See, but I didn't mind it that much. Like, I, I did enjoy this, and I really liked the plot of the Marine, uh, the, the Marine Land, Aquatic yeah. Center where they had him. So, honestly, like, that, this movie didn't bother me as much as the next one, Dennis. We'll get into the next discussion of the next movie. But I, I like this. I liked it almost as much. Yeah, it dragged a little bit more in the middle than the first one did. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I didn't mind it. You seem to be a b- little bit bothered with the plot of it and didn't enjoy it as much, but, uh, I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Maybe I've seen the Mystery Science Theater version too many times, right? But uh, possibly you can't let that stuff corrupt your mind. <laughs> but yeah, so so there you have it. That's that's Revenge of the Creature. Now I do have a death count um, for them. How many people do you think died in this one, Brandon? So now I honestly don't know. The only reason I remembered was because in the first movie he actually says four people have died and then one more person dies. So that's the only reason I knew that five people died. Uh in this one I'm going to guess three people died. Well, let's go down the list, shall we? Uh so our 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 first death count is uh is the guy that captures the creature uh in, in the tank uh when when he uh when he when he escapes. Uh, she, uh, he, he kills him whose, whose name escapes me, but the guy, the, the, the unlucky end of the, uh, third point of the love triangle, which never happened. Uh, so, so, so much of that love triangle, he dies when, when the creature, uh, uh, escapes. Um, he also, uh, so there's a headline that says he killed some guards. I'm just going to assume that was the guy from Marineland. Uh, so we're still at one. Um, we have one dog because he kills Chris, the dog. Uh, that's too bad. And then uh, we have we have uh, two more because he kills those guys in the car, which actually <laughs> I thought that was a funny scene oh, where they're like, geez. you got to have a, a college degree these days is like a high school degree was a few years ago. You know, it's just like I, that, that was just, I don't know, amusing, just nothing talk by two people driving down the road. I did. That's oh, the was only- this the one where he threw the guy into the tree? Yeah, he picked him and he threw him into the tree. I'm like, oh, wow, man, that was awesome. That See, was, that was awesome. That scene. That, that was like my favorite scene because I find those two guys amusing and I felt bad when they die because there's some dopey kids di- driving down the road and then the creature kills them both there. Uh, so that's, that's just what- the way that he picks that guy up and throws him in the tree. They can clearly this guy's on ropes yeah, or strings yeah, cl- or something like that. Clearly, yeah. The creature seems to be a lot stronger this time around. But uh, anyway, <laughs> flipping cars and yeah, flipping cars over, right? So uh, that that does bring us uh, to three people and one dog. In oh, this film. hey, what a good so, guess! Right on. Good so, for so, good for Brandon. So our total so far uh, for both films are eight people and one dog. The death count for the creature from the Black Lagoon series. Eight people and one dog. Excellent. And Zach, how many gills would you give this movie? I mean, I would honestly, I would give this like one and a half gills. <laughs> Whoa! I just this, really this, it just it's such a drop down from the previous film. Uh, so one and a half oh, gills yeah. out of five because it's just I, I just I, I see nothing but missed opportunity here. And and you're right again, good concept, bad execution, and follow through. One and a half out of five gills for me. 
I mean, Clint Eastwood's in this. You got to give this at least three stars because Clint Eastwood's <laughs> in it, right? Sure. So, what, what what do you give it, Brandon? I actually I gave this three stars. I I enjoyed this movie almost as much as the original. Yeah, it was a little slow in the in the middle there, but uh, I thought this was a worthy sequel, and uh, I really enjoyed it. And I gave it a three, so I'm happy with that rating. So excellent, right on. Well, thank you everybody for listening to podcast from the Black Lagoon. Da, da, da. And uh, join us again very soon as we cover The Creature Walks Among Us. Da, da, da. Da, 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 da.